Welcome to the second season of Alternative Parenting Podcast, where we learn how to guide our kids to find their own path while supporting them in cultivating traits that will empower them to live a life of fulfillment, meaning, and satisfaction. I'm your host, Efrat Amira. Hello everyone, today I want to talk about boundaries. So many of us struggle with setting boundaries. Part of the reason for that is that we haven't received a good example of setting boundaries when we were kids. Very often, it was either a very strict way, where it was only the parents' way or the highway, or it was a more permissive atmosphere, where the kids had no good boundaries and the parents were dismissing of themselves. Either one of these models isn't a good one. Boundaries are essential for everyone. Children flourish when there are clear boundaries. It takes a load off their shoulders and makes them feel like someone else has their back, while they are free to just explore the world inside the safety of the boundaries their parents set for them. That feeling of safety also comes from predictability that gives them a sense of control. Boundaries are also extremely important for parents, because we parents need to take care of ourselves. Our needs matter. Our feelings matter. If there are no established boundaries, we may find ourselves exhausted by parenting, finding it too demanding and feeling like we have lost all control. It is my belief that if we set a good example of boundaries, our children will learn to set boundaries for themselves and between themselves and others in their future relationships. They will learn that everyone's needs and feelings matter and should be considered. Another issue many of us deal with is the absence of a clear set of values that can be a compass for us for when and where to set boundaries. How can we know what's the right thing to do? Every day there are so many small decisions that we need to make around setting boundaries that it can get very overwhelming and confusing. How much freedom do I give around food? Should I insist on them taking a nap? Should I let them watch a show they really want although I don't feel good about it? Should I let them go out till late with their friends? Do I buy them a toy that they are really asking for? One way that I find very helpful in making those decisions is setting boundaries according to family values. By examining our values first, we can get a clearer picture of what is important to us, and we let those values determine our answers for those day-to-day considerations. Our values will provide a structure for both us and our children for boundaries to make sense. Our kids don't have to like the boundaries that we are setting and are allowed to express their disapproval. But our values give us the confidence we need to stand behind our boundaries firmly while also empathizing with our kids' feelings around those boundaries. I want to explain this concept through the examination of a few boundaries that I was or still am struggling with. But before that, I want to emphasize. 
These are my family values and they are not the right thing for everyone. You are the only one that can decide what values you lead your family by. The first example I want to talk about is following through with a commitment. In the beginning of this year, we have committed as a family to sign a loan, my older son, to the Israeli scouts. The values that stood behind this decision was for him to develop a sense of connection to Israel and to learn values like collaboration, service to others, and tradition. We took him for a trial and he was really excited by it, so we decided to sign him up. We committed for a whole year. At first he enjoyed the meetings and even went for an overnight camp. But as the year progressed, he started saying that he doesn't want to go anymore. We had given it some thought and decided that he needs to fulfill its commitment and stay until the end of the year. And if he doesn't want to sign up again next year, we won't make him. The values of keeping the commitment for us were the value of commitment, concern for others, discipline, and perseverance. On the other hand, letting him make a choice next year stand for the values of self-thinking, freedom of choice, and democracy and equality in our family. Those last values we hold in higher regard than the values he will gain by joining the Scouts again next year. The second example I want to give is a situation I come across on a weekly basis. Every time my kids and I go to the supermarket, they want me to buy them a Hot Wheel car. They love those cars and play with them endlessly. And they are only one dollar on the one hand. But on the other hand, they have many of them already and they really don't need any more cars. So for me, the competing values here are if I buy them the cars, then I give them the freedom of choice, I give them pleasure in that moment, and in a way I will nurture their creativity. By not buying these for them, I teach them minimalism and simplicity, gratitude for what they have, the value of money, and intentionality. We buy what we intend to and not what we crave for in the moment. In this case, I stick to the latter values that for us as a family are in a higher esteem in this specific situation. The third example that I want to introduce is that of my older son alone asking to watch movies that we feel he isn't old enough to watch. So lately we have come across a few movies that Alon really asked to see and some of his friends already saw. If we do let him watch those movies, the values may be freedom of choice, sense of belonging and the discovery of new things. In this case we have decided not to let him watch those movies because we believe he isn't mature enough to watch them and this decision was led by our value of keeping him safe. And by this I mean keeping him away from realities that we believe he isn't ready for and can do harm to his psyche, scare him unnecessarily with ideas that he cannot yet make sense of. By providing these examples, I wanted to show you the complexity of making those decisions and to show you the flexibility at the same time. In the first example with the Scouts, we valued my son's freedom of choice and self-thinking more, but in the example with the movie, we limited those exact values and cherished others. Now I invite you to do the same process with your boundaries and family values. First, take a piece of paper and write down three boundaries that you are struggling with currently with your kids. 
Next, take a look at the value list that you can find in the file section of the Facebook group Marsupial Mamas. I will link a link to that in the show notes. And start breaking down the boundaries that you wrote into the values that stand behind them. After you did this, look at the values and determine which of the values matter more to you in this moment of time. This process will either strengthen your boundary or do the opposite, make you understand that it is not worth setting this boundary because it isn't that important and just adds more tension in the house. For example, if you want your child to make her bed every morning, this exercise may strengthen your confidence around this, as you will see that this is important for you because you value harmony, independence, and order. On the other hand, if you don't find any real value behind it, you may choose to let this boundary go. Either decision is worthy. The only one that can determine your boundaries is you, because they are based on your values. Now, after you have eliminated the boundaries and kept the ones that are most important to you, you have an opportunity to teach your children these values through the boundary that you set. So, for example, if you decide that you are limiting your daughter's screen time to an hour a day because you value her health, family time, and creativity, you now can frame the boundary around the value. For older kids, you can explain why you are setting the boundary. For younger kids, you can tell a story that illustrates the value that you are trying to teach or convey the value through play. And most effectively in establishing those boundaries is by showing your integrity around these values and acting according to them in your day-to-day life. I hope this episode helped you navigate the complexity of setting boundaries and will give you the confidence you need to establish boundaries in your own family that resonate with your family values and integrity. In next week's episode, I want to teach you a process of establishing these boundaries in a way that is firm but empathic and also teaches conscious communication and valuing everyone's needs. Talk to you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode and was inspired to make small shifts in your parenting that will support your kids to bring forth their full potential while living a life of ease and well-being. To support the show, please make sure to subscribe and rate the show. Leaving a comment can be very helpful in promoting the show on the podcast platform. If you think that this can benefit other parents, please share this podcast with them. I invite you also to follow my Instagram account, Alternative Parenting Coach, and join my private Facebook group, Alternative Parenting, where I would love to hear your thoughts about the episode, what you learned, what inspired you, or what you didn't agree with. Your feedback is extremely valuable to me, as we are all in this process together, living, learning, and evolving. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon.